What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Festivus. Feliz Navidad. Um, whatever, whatever it is that you celebrate. Um, I hope when you're, you're listening to this episode, uh, the holidays will be over. Christmas will be over, I should say. And um, hopefully you had a great Christmas and you got to spend it with the people that matter the most to you. Um, that's what the holidays are about, you know, especially for me. It's not about the monetary value of the gifts and the presents. It's about spending time with people that, you know, I don't necessarily get to spend a whole lot of time with that I would like. And, you know, that's my children, my, my wife, you know, uh, when you work on the road, for those of you that, that travel for a living, you know, you know, you know what it's like. And, uh, you're, you're, you're all, it's like you're, you're, as soon as you get home, it's, it's time to leave again. And, so holiday, we kind of shut things down a little bit. We take about a week, week and a half, 10 days off at the house. And, and those, those 10 days I look forward to every year. Um, you know, it, as, we, as we approach the end of the year here, you know, I talked about, I'm talking about a lot of things. You know, I, I, I'm sure everybody's writing down their, their New Year's resolutions and, and what they're going to do in 2022 to make 2022 better than 2021. I know that life has been been difficult for for some of us over the past two years like 2021 ran into 2020 ran into 2021 you know with covid and this and that but but we're, we're finding solutions we're, we're getting back out there people are shopping again people are having gatherings again and, and it's it's awesome it really is to see people coming together again to you know socialize have fun meet and greet putting smiles on um one of the things, you know, like I said, the holiday season to me is it's about spending time with my kids and my wife. Um, you know, the, the past, man, couple, six months have, have been a, an emotional roller coaster. And um, we're talking, taking it to all new highs, but also bringing it to all new lows. But um, the reason I wanted to do this podcast is I wanted to share a story. And, you know... I've been doing this podcast here for for it'll be a year here in January, and um, I just want to say that to every everybody who listens, whether it's one person or six or six hundred, you know, thank you. Um, it means the world to me. Being able to share my stories, being able to talk to people about athletics, being able to talk to people about things in life, it 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 uh it means a lot. It means a lot to hear. Dear my product out there and, and I and I hear a lot of positive feedback um from from people, you know, all the time, man. I like listening to your show. I like what you have to say and and that makes me feel feel really good inside and it makes me feel that I do have a purpose and my purpose is leading people to do better for themselves in their life. Um you know, one of the you know, I was eating dinner uh <clears throat> a few nights ago, I was on the road and um the work day had uh, finished up. I was sitting in my hotel room working on my computer and was like, you know what, I'm hungry. It's time to uh, time to go eat. And, um, you know, I, I got showered and, and whatnot. And I went out to a, um, a local a chain restaurant. And, um, <clears throat> you know, I walk into the chain restaurant. There's not many people there. It, you know, it took them like two minutes to seat me. And um, I sit down. And another another couple walk in and they're they're sat right across from me and uh, you know the gentleman looks at me hey how you doing you know, hey how you doing and and um I had a Notre Dame uh, football hoodie on and you know he was like oh Notre Dame you know the Irish old Rudy and, and we start we start talking about you know Notre Dame football for a little bit and you know and he 
says to me, you're not, you're not from around here, are you? Because uh, I guess uh, I don't have the, the New England accent. And I said, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm from, you know, Pennsylvania. And he says, oh, Pennsylvania, you know. And um, it's kind of funny. I don't know why, but every person that I've met, I shouldn't say every, but 85% of the people that I've met, and that's every three out of four. That's why I said that's statistics. Fuck, that could be wrong too at 85%. But anyway, every person I've met that I tell them I'm from Pennsylvania, they've had a cousin, an aunt, an uncle, somebody in their family lived in Pittsburgh. Well, hey, I got an aunt that lived in Pittsburgh. Well, yes, that's two hours to the west of me. You know, three hours to the west of me. Whatever. And um, so we start having, you know, conversation. You know, we're, we're shooting the breeze, as you call it. And, um, you know, they get their food and I, you know, I'm going to let them eat in peace and I get mine and, uh, you know, I start, um, you know, <clears throat> I'm, I'm finishing my meal. Uh, <coughs> you know, the bar, the, the waitress came and asked me and I, and I asked for another, uh, I, I had a glass of wine. So I, yeah, I said, yeah, I'll take another, uh, Cabernet and, um, <coughs> so their waitress, um, comes up to them, and I don't know. I, I my wife tells me that I have selective hearing, but um, I think I have pretty good hearing. And um, I overheard the the waitress say that, you know, you guys, the manager said, you know, Scott said that you don't you don't have to you don't have to pay for this. You can stay for as long as you want. Um, because, you know, until we close, because you'll, you'll be warm, you know, don't know. And the guy was like, no, I, we have the money we can pay for it. And the waitress is like, no, you know, whatever the manager's name is, let's say it's Scott says, no, you don't have to pay, you know, just take your time, stay here as long as you want, because you'll be in the warm. <clears throat> now, when I heard that, it the alarms in my in my brain started going off. The, the 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 questioning started to to go off, and I was very intrigued to know because I felt there, there's more to this story. You know, when you go to a restaurant, very rarely do you ever hear of a waitress coming up telling you that you don't don't worry about paying for your meal. You can stay for as long as you. As long as you want. So I, I finish eating and um, the waitress, I'm waiting for the, the, wait, the waitress to bring me my bill so I can pay. And the gentleman gets up and walks um, to, the, to the bathroom and um, his, you know, girlfriend, wife um, is, is sitting there. And I reached, I leaned over and I said, excuse me, ma'am. And... Um, uh, you know, I introduced myself. We were talking, and I and I said, uh, "Is everything okay?" And um, I guess might that might not have been the best choice of words to to use when a complete stranger leans over, you know, across the table and says, "Is everything okay?" And um, the lady got um, you know, what tears in her eyes, and and I'm not making this up, uh, you know. And she said, we're, no, not, not really, we're, we're homeless. And I took like a, a brief pause and I said, excuse, excuse me, you're, you're what? And she said, we're, we're homeless, we don't, we don't have a place to, to live.
And if you've ever been in New England, uh, especially in December, January, February, you will find that it's, it's really cold there. Um, the night that I was at this restaurant, it was, it was like eight degrees out. And I said, where are you sleeping? If you, you're not, and uh, she, you know, she goes on to say that they have a tarp and they're, they're sleeping down over a hill. Um, she's talking to me as I'm a local, you know, on, uh, you know, ta- you know, where Tom owns this store and, and I'm like, I'm not from around here. Um, so she goes to tell me that, you know, and, and I, and I said to her, well, well, why, what, 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 what's going on? Like, why are you homeless? <laughs> if, if you don't mind me asking. And, um, you know, she tells the story that they lived with her sister. Um, you know, the gentleman was working and one day the sister said, you know, I met a guy, he's got two kids, I'm moving him in, you guys are going to have to go find your own place. And, um, you know, she asked her sister, you know, well, when, when, when do we have to get out by? And, and the, the sister says, today. So they go and um, they, they go and they buy um, or a, a pull-behind camper. And um, he's working at the recycling plant. Now, granted, this, this is in the spring and, and summertime. And, um, you know, they were sleeping at a campground in their camper. And, you know, at the worst case scenario, you go to Walmart, you buy, you buy a couple blankets, you know, in the summertime, you're, you're okay. Well, September rolls around and the, the gentleman is let go at the re- recycling plant and business wasn't doing well and they had to let him go and it's the thought of my head is you know wow so now they go to sleeping from in a camper to living in their car and they're sleeping outside of a Walmart in a park in a parking lot in a, in, a, in a parking lot. And, you know, they did that for three weeks due to the, the camp. They couldn't afford the campsite. So they, they left a camper. They left a camper. And they were sleeping in their car in a Walmart or Lowe's parking lot for two to three weeks. And um, one day they were driving around. The wheel bearing went out of their car. So down goes the car. Cars stopped along, stuck along the middle of the road. You know, obviously, a car that's sitting abandoned along the road, it gets towed. You know, they're not working. He's not working now. Car gets towed. That's their house. You felt compiled to, you know, just, just feel bad. You know, generally, like, feel bad. You know, I got up. And I went to the bathroom because the man came back and we, you know, I told him not to, not to go anywhere. I wanted to hear the, hear the rest of the story. I got up and I went and I talked to her waitress and the, I asked the waitress, I said, is, you know, I'm sitting, I overheard and this and that. I said, is it, is, is this legit? 
And she says, yeah, they're legit. They're not, they're not putting on a front to try and get money or a scam. You know, and she said, you know, it snowed a few nights ago. That, that previous weekend, which it did, she said they, they shoveled the whole sidewalk of the shopping mall. So um, people didn't have to walk in the snow and it was clear. And she said the owner of the shopping mall gave them, you know, like $250 cash and come in here and paid, paid up, you know, gave them, you know, like $200 meal allowance here. And, um, you know, they come in here and they sit sometimes and they eat because they're safe here, they're warm. And um, she said they're they're good people, just fell on hard times. And I had asked, you know, I said, well, there's no, there's no shelters, there's no. And she said, yeah, there is, there is shelters. She said the the man can get in the shelter. He has a bed. The the fe- the woman doesn't. I guess due to a wait list, there's more females. I I didn't really know, but he doesn't want to go to the shelter and leave her out there in the cold. Um. The waitress said, I've come to know these folks over the last two months, so I and I listen. I don't judge. And um, she states that the man offered to give up his spot for his girlfriend, wife. I don't know if they're married or not, but anyway, for the woman and the shelter wouldn't allow it. And when asked, he's not going to leave his girlfriend, is it the person that he cares about, out in the cold while he's in in the warm. And um, you just really feel for him. So I go back to my table and, and I start, you know, having, having a conversation with the woman. And, you know, she tells the man, well, he knows. I told him her story. And, and you could tell as a man, it's, it's a prideful thing. I guess he didn't want me to know. And, and we started having a, a conversation. And, and I, you know, and I told him, you know, I know, I know what it's like to be down and out. You know, I never, I never had to go sleep under a bridge. You know, thank God, I, I never, I never had to do that. It never got, it never got to that point. But it got to the point to where I didn't have money in my pocket. I didn't know I was. I had the eviction notice where, you know, I had ten days, or we were going to the district magistrate, and you don't know where you're gonna live because you don't have a job. You you can't afford rent. You know, I've had those thoughts in my head to where you know what if I don't find a place or I can't move back in with my family I'm gonna be sleeping in my car you know so I've been I've been there and I know what that's like and um and now you know and and I ask you know I asked if they had a drug a drug issue and you know they you know the guy said to me the only thing I do is smoke weed which you know I'm not gonna consider that a drug but one thing that I learned a long time ago was when I accepted myself for who I was as an addict is, you know, through my trials and my tribulations, the only people that helped me were addicts. An addict doesn't turn their back on an addict. And I know people can say whatever they want about drug addicts. They can call us junkies and, you know, we all just need to go die and, and, and whatever. But when you're down and out and you don't have nobody, you don't have nothing, you know, it was an addict that, that helped me. It was, it was an addict that, that made sure that I ate, you know, that I had something warm to eat. It was, it was an addict that, that made sure of that. It was an addict that made sure I had a place to shower and, and so forth. It, it was an addict. It, it sure as fuck wasn't, you know, somebody that was pristine because those people were, were gone. Those, those people were gone. So I can sympathize with these folks and I know, you know, what it's like. And I asked the guy, you know, are, are you willing to work? 
And he said, yeah, yeah, I'm willing to work. He said, nobody will hire me around here because I don't have transportation. He said, I've had a couple interviews and stuff. He said, you know, the preacher took me to one, you know, and, and you know, I, I did good in the interview, but they made the decision not to hire me because I didn't have transportation. He said, I could have told him I had a car. He said, but I'd be lying. So what do I do? So felt really, really compelled to just, you know, want to, want to help. And you sit, and at least maybe it's me, you sit and you think that there, there's fucking people in our country that are living like this right now. And granted, I, I know when, when, you, when you bring this up to some people, it's their own fucking fault. And, you know, sometimes people fall on hard times and they, they don't have anything else. When somebody's trying to pick themselves up that just got knocked the fuck down and then they get knocked down again, it's, it's hard. It's tough. You know, I give this speech about getting up every day and going after it and this and that. Well, this is a true, true, true example because, to be honest with you, these people were upbeat and they were happy, you know. And um, so I paid out of my own pocket for them a hotel for the night. At least I knew that one night they would be in the warm. They'd have a, a place to shower and a warm place to stay for that night. <laughs> and I gave I gave the gentleman my, my phone number and, and told him that if he wanted a job to, to give me a call and I could see what I could do, that I could possibly give him an opportunity, a chance. You know, I believe everything is by opportunity. And I believe it's what we do with that opportunity. And and I was, you know, straightforward with the, the gentleman, you know, if I if I got him a job, you know, you gotta pass a drug test. But you gotta come to work. You know, I'll make sure that you have a ride. I'll make sure of that. But if you don't come to work, you miss work, this and that, then you're not helping your situation at all, and you're going to remain in the situation that you're in. So it took me back to where, where I was at many, many years ago. And I always said to myself, I always said to myself, I always said to myself that when I got to a place in my life, and my life was turned around, that I would give it, I would repay it back. And somebody did to me. And, and here I am with this opportunity, opportunity to help somebody. And I, I'm not telling this story because I want a pat on the back or I, or I want a, you know, a thank you. You know, I'm just telling folks a story about my week and, and what happened. I'm also telling people that there's there's homeless people out there living on the on the streets in the freezing cold. I don't care how they got there, what what they did. It doesn't matter. These are human fucking beings. California, Arizona, all the states have fucking a tremendously high homeless problem. We also have a a high homeless veteran problem, and we don't want to do anything about it. Our administration, you know. We would rather help out countries, third world countries, before we would save people that are our own fucking countries. You know, it really tugs at my heart that we have veterans that went and gave their all, lost limbs, gave everything they had for our country, and we can't even fucking house them. And I don't want to get off topic, and I'll get back to, you know, hey, you know, I'm going to give this guy a job. Some people can laugh at me and say, you're fucking crazy, this and that. Well, you know what? I'm going to take a chance on somebody because somebody took a chance on me. And, you know, I'm not a millionaire or a billionaire. And I, I'm not just going to give this guy, these people money. I'm not. Um, 
I don't think that that's, that helps anyway. I mean, I mean, I do, I do, in a way, but it, but it doesn't all the way. I think that. I think that one of the things that giving this gentleman an opportunity, a job, will do is lift his spirit. You know, he has a job. He's contributing. He's got a paycheck coming. You know, and his goals are different than mine, but and, and other people. But look, this this this, this lady. This gentleman, I got him a hotel room for the night, just for one night. They knew that they had a place to stay tonight, but they were going to have to be out by 1 p.m. the next day. And it, it just goes to show, she's like, Merry Christmas, thank you, the, the enlightenment in her eyes. And you have some, some people that, that wouldn't be good enough, that, that they don't even think of that, that, you know, they want... The gifts they want this, this, and this. They've got a Christmas list that's as as long as a as a notepad, and the whole notepad's filled up. There's there is people out there like that. The point that I'm trying to make is is you see something so simple, something so so small, so minute, made a difference in these people's life or their world. So, I, um, the gentleman, and, and I said, well, how are you going to get a hold of me? And uh, the gentleman says, well, well I have money, um, you know, a couple bucks left over. He said, I can afford a hotel room for a night or two. But, but he said, when you pay cash, you, you have to give a deposit because of incidentals, which I stay in hotels all the time. That, that's true. Yeah, if you pay by credit card, they just keep the card on file and they charge it, you know, 50, 60 bucks, whatever, for, for incidentals. So now, you know, I'm like, well, how are you going to get a hold of me? And he's like, well, I have money left over. I'm going to go buy a phone. Uh, 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 I just got to put time on my phone. So I flew home the next morning. I, I woke up really early and I, I drove to the airport and I get on the plane. And, you know, as I'm on the plane, I'm thinking about this this couple that I met and I'm thinking about their, their life and I'm thinking about that I'm going to go home to my family and I'm going to sleep in my warm house but I don't know where these these folks are going to fucking sleep and so my plane lands I, I turn my phone back on and I've got I've got two voicemails so I'm getting off the plane and I'm listening listening and the first voicemail is you know hey Aiden this is so and so I just wanted to let you know my phone's on I wanted to call you and let you know I, I want this job I, I can do it and and thank you thank thank you for for blessing me and, and my you know my wife and you know God bless you Merry Christmas and and then the next voice, most, hey, Aiden, I just wanted to call you and let you know, hey, I seen you didn't answer. I just, please, I need this job here. To, so so he, the gentleman called me twice with getting his phone turned on. So I called him back. I told my wife the story, and, and, I, and I called him back, and we spoke. We spoke for about 15 minutes, and I told him, you know, hey, you know, this is when I'm coming back. You're going to have to, you know, hang tough until then, but, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to stay good on my promise as long as you stay good on your promise. And that made me feel good. That made me feel good 
known. Made me feel good knowing that I'm, I, I blessed somebody. And it didn't take a million dollars to bless somebody. Fuck, it didn't take a hundred thousand. It didn't even take a thousand. My, and, and the moral story is, is blessing somebody and being blessed is there, there's individuals out there that, that have it a hundred to two hundred percent worse than what we do. And we need to f- fucking simplify our blessings. I mean, how many of you folks, and be honest with yourself, when you go to bed at night, you thank God, if you believe in God, maybe you don't. That, that's not my business, but that's yours. But are you appreciative of having a roof over your head? Having heat, having food. Because I know in today's day and age, to, to look look like we've been successful, we've we've gotta be on TikTok driving a fucking BMW, a Benz, a Hummer, whatever it is. That we've gotta be able to go out and buy the best designer clothes that money can buy to show that we, we made it, that, that this is that. That we go to bed and there's people that go to bed pissed off because they don't have enough. And now, granted, I'm not trying to go back on what I, I speak about. I'm, I'm not. I'm not trying to go back on what I speak about on, of being not being content and innocent. I'm, I'm not saying that. But there's people out there that are ungrateful for what they have. And I found two people, and I'm sure that whoever's listening to this, you could find two people, and they could find two people, and they could find two people, and go on and on and on. That would be happy for a quarter of the life that you fucking have. A quarter of the life that you have. I met two folks that were just happy to have a roof over their head and be in the warm. Now, is that much that they're asking for? And I'm not trying to yell and angry for them. But I'm just saying, we as people need to simplify the things that make us happy in life and start look, stop looking at all the material objects that make us happy. Because it's just material. You ain't taking a fucking thing with you when you die. Nothing. Not a not one. But I also, my point is, is I want to help people that are homeless. I want to help people that have fallen down, but they, they fight and they get back up. You see, the thing is, is I don't want to help. I'm not going to help somebody that gets knocked down and wants to fucking lay there. I won't. But I will help somebody that's going to fucking dust themselves off and stand up every single time. So I got to get Christmas presents for my children. I got to spend time with my family during Christmas. And that made me feel great. But doing, being able to do this, being able to bless somebody like this and give somebody a job opportunity made me feel really good. We need to come together as a nation and we need to help each other instead of being divided. You know, the next time you drive by a, a Walmart or a McDonald's and there's a homeless person there with a the sign... Instead of blowing the horn and give them the finger and rolling down the window and yell, get a fucking job, you bum. Why don't you think about the situation that they're in and how they got there? Why don't you ask? Not every homeless person fucking woke up and said, well, we're going to be homeless today and just gave up. 
There are legitimate people out there that are homeless that had some bad things happen to them, whether they controlled it or didn't control it, made some mistakes. We all have. But I don't think we should keep people down when they're down. Now, I have a heart. I'm a good-hearted person. And people ask me all the time, you know, Aiden, what would you do with a billion dollars? No, granted, I would invest my money. I would, I would start some, some businesses and do some things. But I would also help homeless people. I would. I would help homeless people. I would start programs for homeless people to, to help get homeless people a job and help getting, these, getting homeless people on their feet, getting them a job getting them a home and seeing them transition and learn, teaching them how to become productive members of society, getting them sober if they have an addiction or, you know, whatnot. That, that's what I would like to do, you know, with my time and invest. I would really, that's the thing that I would really like to do. Now, I'm not going to sit here on this podcast and beg each and every one of my viewers that listen for money. And I'm not asking you to go pick up a homeless person and bring them home with you. I'm just asking to maybe open up your mind and change the way you think about their, about their situation and ask, how did you get there? Give them a bottle of water. Maybe buy them a sandwich. I want to wish you all a very Merry Christmas from the bottom of my heart and a Happy New Year. And I wish you the best. And may God bless each and every single one of you and stay near to your heart. Keep your nose down to the grind. Never give up. Never give up. And I will see you at the top in 2022. Peace and love. The Queasy Man's out.